Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Each girl took the name of a river, and laid out for herself an appointed path through the room, winding among the desks and benches, and making a low roaring sound to imitate the noise of water. Cece was the Platte, Mary Ann Brooks a tall girl, the Mississippi, Alice Blair the Ohio, Clover the Penobscot, and so on. They were instructed to run into each other once in a while, because, as Katie said, rivers do. As for Katie herself, she was Father Ocean, and growling horribly, raged up and down the platform where Mrs. Knight usually sat. Every now and then, when the others were at the far end of the room, she would suddenly cry out, "'Now for a meeting of the waters!' whereupon all the rivers, bouncing, bounding, scrambling, screaming, would turn and run toward Father Ocean, while he roared louder than all of them put together, and made short rushes up and down to represent the movement of waves on a beach. Such a noise as this beautiful game made was never heard in the town of Burnet before or since. It was like the bellowing of the bulls of Bashan, the squeaking of pigs, the cackle of turkey-cocks, and the laugh of wild hyenas all at once. And in addition, there was a great banging of furniture and scraping of many feet on an uncarpeted floor. People going by stopped and stared, children cried, an old lady asked why someone didn't run for a policeman, while the Miller girls listened to the proceedings with malicious pleasure, and told everybody that it was the noise that Mrs. Knight's scholars usually made at recess. Mrs. Knight, coming back from dinner, was much amazed to see a crowd of people collected in front of her school. As she drew near, the sounds reached her, and then she became really frightened, for she thought somebody was being murdered on her premises. Hurrying in, she threw open the door, and there, to her dismay, was the whole room in a frightful state of confusion and uproar—chairs flung down, desks upset, ink streaming on the floor, while in the midst of the ruin the frantic rivers raced and screamed, and old Father Ocean, with a face as red as fire, capered like a lunatic on the platform. "'What does this mean?' gasped poor Mrs. Knight, almost unable to speak for horror. At the sound of her voice the rivers stood still. Father Ocean brought his prances to an abrupt close, and slunk down from the platform. All of a sudden each girl seemed to realize what a condition the room was in, and what a horrible thing she had done. The timid ones cowered behind their desks, the bold ones tried to look unconscious, and to make matters worse, the scholars who had gone home to dinner began to return, staring at the scene of disaster and asking in whispers what had been going on. Mrs. Knight rang the bell. When the school had come to order, she had the desks and chairs picked up, while she herself brought wet cloths to sop the ink from the floor. 
This was done in profound silence, and the expression of Mrs. Knight's face was so direful and solemn that a fresh damp fell upon the spirits of the guilty rivers, and Father Ocean wished himself thousands of miles away. When all was in order again, and the girls had taken their seats, Mrs. Knight made a short speech. She said she never was so shocked in her life before. She had supposed that she could trust them to behave like ladies when her back was turned. The idea that they could act so disgracefully, make such an uproar, and alarm people going by had never occurred to her, and she was deeply pained. It was setting a bad example to all the neighborhood, by which Mrs. Knight meant the rival school, Miss Miller having just sent over a little girl with her compliments to ask if anyone was hurt, and could she do anything, which was naturally aggravating. Mrs. Knight hoped they were sorry. She thought they must be, sorry and ashamed. The exercises could now go on as usual. Of course some punishment would be inflicted for the offence, but she should have to reflect before deciding what it ought to be. Meantime, she wanted them all to think it over seriously, and if any one felt that she was more to blame than the others, now was the moment to rise and confess it. Katie's heart gave a great thump, but she rose bravely. "'I made up the game, and I was Father Ocean,' she said to the astonished Mrs. Knight, who glared at her for a minute, and then replied solemnly, "'Very well, Katie. Sit down,' which Katie did, feeling more ashamed than ever, but somehow relieved in her mind. There is a saving grace in truth which helps truth-tellers through the worst of their troubles, and Katie found this out now. The afternoon was long and hard. Mrs. Knight did not smile once. The lessons dragged, and Katie, after the heat and excitement of the forenoon, began to feel miserable. She had received more than one hard blow during the meetings of the waters, and had bruised herself almost without knowing it against the desks and chairs. All these places now began to ache. Her head throbbed so that she could hardly see, and a lump of something heavy seemed to be lying on her heart. When school was over, Mrs. Knight rose and said, "'The young ladies who took part in the game this afternoon are requested to remain.' All the others went away, and shut the door behind them. It was a horrible moment. The girls never forgot it, or the hopeless sound of the door as the last departing scholar clapped it after her as she left. I can't begin to tell you what it was Mrs. Knight said to them. It was very affecting, and before long most of the girls began to cry. The penalty for their offence was announced to be the loss of recess for three weeks. But that wasn't half so bad as seeing Mrs. Knight so religious and afflicted, as Cece told her mother afterward. One by one the sobbing sinners departed from the schoolroom. When most of them were gone, Mrs. Knight called Katie up to the platform, and said a few words to her especially. She was not really severe, but Katie was too penitent and worn out to bear much, and before long she was weeping like a waterspout, or like the ocean she had pretended to be. At this tender-hearted Mrs. Knight was so much affected that she let her off at once, and even kissed her in token of forgiveness, which made poor Ocean sob harder than ever. All the way home she sobbed, faithful little Clover running along by her side in great distress, begging her to stop crying, and trying in vain to hold up the fragments of her dress, which was torn in at least a dozen places. Katie could not stop crying and it was fortunate that Aunt Izzy happened to be out, and that the only person who saw her in this piteous plight was Mary, the nurse, who doted on the children, and was always ready to help them out of their troubles. 
On this occasion she petted and cosseted Katie exactly as if it had been Johnny or little Phil. She took her on her lap, bathed the hot head, brushed the hair, put arnica on the bruises, and produced a clean frock, so that by tea-time the poor child, except for her red eyes, looked like herself again, and Aunt Izzie didn't notice anything unusual. For a wonder, Dr. Carr was at home that evening. It was always a great treat to the children when this happened, and Katie thought herself happy when, after the little ones had gone to bed, she got Papa to herself and told him the whole story. "'Papa,' she said, sitting on his knee, which, big girl as she was, she liked very much to do, "'what is the reason that makes some days so lucky and other days so unlucky? Now to-day began all wrong, and everything that happened in it was wrong.' and on other days I begin right, and all goes right, straight through. If Aunt Izzie hadn't kept me in the morning, I shouldn't have lost my mark, and then I shouldn't have been cross, and then, perhaps, I shouldn't have got in my other scrapes. But what made Aunt Izzie keep you, Katie? To sew on the string of my bonnet, Papa. But how did it happen that the string was off? Well, said Katie reluctantly, I'm afraid that was my fault, for it came off on Tuesday and I didn't fasten it on. So you see, we must go back of Aunt Izzie for the beginning of this unlucky day of yours, Childie. Did you ever hear the old saying about, for the want of a nail the shoe was lost? No, never. Tell it to me, cried Katie, who loved stories as well as when she was three years old. So Dr. Carr repeated, For the want of a nail the shoe was lost. For the want of a shoe the horse was lost. For the want of a horse the rider was lost. For the want of a rider the battle was lost. For the want of a battle the kingdom was lost. And all for want of a horseshoe-nail." "'Oh, Papa!' exclaimed Katie, giving him a great hug as she got off his knee. "'I see what you mean. Who would have thought such a little speck of a thing as not sewing on my string could make a difference? But I don't believe I shall get in any more scrapes, for I shan't ever forget, for the want of a nail the shoe was lost." End of chapter 3 What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it, of course. Right now, open a new CQ checking account and we'll give you $250 to spend however you like. Upgrade those headphones, splurge on concert tickets, or maybe upgrade to ad-free streaming. The choice is yours. And extra cash isn't all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit, and invest in your future. All with CQ. Visit CQMD.org today. That's S-E-C-U-M-D.org today.